say what? <laughs> I saw that on a on a uh, a fat burner ad. It was like you can lose weight with your tummy off your tummy, where you because stress puts weight on your tummy, and then it's like say what? <laughs> Were they say being what? The, the viewer? I don't know who was saying it. It was it was <laughs> off camera. But I got to be honest with you. I was sitting on the couch, you know, doing my scripture work. And, sure, uh, sure. Watching this at and you killed Jess. The Altoid is gone. You okay? Did you swallow the, the Altoid? Altoid is gone. I did. You guys don't know that she put an Altoid in her mouth right before we started the show, and you just heard it go away, like right down your gullet. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, your your passages are going to be clear for days. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's a, mint, All of them. a minty ring of fire. Is what that's going to be. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to another Halloween edition of Radio Ronin, right here on Podgoblin.com. I'm Chunga. Hi. Uh, right here, the lovely, the talented, Mr. Kenny D. Say what? Yeah, that's. I was sitting on the couch. And Mine was, was like, more meek. But when I heard that, it was like, say what? And I kind of thought, say what? <laughs> I don't have to do any work. You're kidding. Uh, the sparkly, the effervescent, uh, the choking, just Jess. <laughs> right over there. feels weird. And uh, that's not the first time she said that. <laughs> uh, and then the smartest man in the room, Mr. DJ Spinari. He's right there. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Uh, Wait, are so, you booing me or are you saying boo? Yes. He's very fragile tonight. I'm telling you right now, Kenny's very fragile. Hold on. So, <laughs> hold on. You're, Wait, you're, what? what's going on? Is she okay? You, what do you need? Okay. You can have some of my Mountain Dew to break that down if you want. This was not the start I was expecting for this. <laughs> oh no! There's water coming out. There's water coming out of her nose. Sorry, Jess. She's gonna pee again. No, Jess. Seriously, what happened? Jess, you okay? We're recording right now. Jess, we're recording a show. She sounds like Jamie Lee Curtis in the first Halloween. <laughs> in the background. Yeah. When she's hiding with that hanger, remember, in the closet? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, seriously, though, you've been gone for a long time. What's going on? Nothing. If you need the Heimlich, pound on the door. <laughs> yeah. She's having a rough night, that one. Women. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're just so funny that you swallow Altoids. So funny you'll swallow an Altoid. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Hotgoblin.com. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Hey, uh, back. welcome back, Jess. Glad you made it. Water came out of my nose. Mm-hmm. And your eyes, it looks like. <laughs> my eyes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Ow. Sorry. That just made it worse. Anyway, uh, so let's begin, shall we? Let's get this oh, going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we haven't even started yet, and already... The hilarity is ensuing. <laughs> so, guys, uh, ghost hunt this weekend. Uh, big ghost hunt this weekend. Yep, we'll all be there. I got yeah. a little bit of a lecture from uh, from Mr. Kenny D when he was like, why did you guys pick the two most dark and horrific locations we investigate a on the bit. same weekend? That was a yeah. little stupid of us. Probably not the smartest thing. No. Um, there are some tickets still available uh, as of this recording. There are still tickets available both for Saturday and Friday, but they are going quick. 
Uh, you can get them right here at podgoblin.com. You can also go to goblinghosttours.com, and, uh, and they're available right there. Tickets are nearly gone for Saturday. They're going super, super fast. Uh, the reason we picked these two locations back-to-back on the same weekend was not because they're the two darkest locations that we investigate, but really, well, okay, they kind of we kind of did that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, but you couldn't get a more drastic contrast between the two locations. Fort Douglas is very dark. It's terrifying. I'm kind of afraid to go. Yeah. Uh, but the location is very pristine. It's very clean. It's very uh, clinical. It's a beautiful, beautiful place to go hang out for an evening, especially doing a ghost hunt. Yes. Uh, it's very guarded. It's very safe. You're, you're in a nice, secure environment. The Zion building is in a terrible part of town. It is a condemned building and is the very, it's like the total stereotype of a haunted house. What I think about is, have you, I don't know, you may be too old for this, but if you ever watched today's special back in yeah. the late 80s, it's, yeah. it's kind of like the dummy comes alive in the mall and it's right. an abandoned store, basically. Yeah. That's the Zion's building for me, but like 40 years after the fact. It, yeah, it's when really, things come alive and try to eat you. It's really... I. It's kind of a toss-up for me. I don't know where you guys are at on this as to which building is more dangerous and more dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would give the edge to Fort Douglas. However, no one has ever been choked out at Fort Douglas. Or at, yeah, at Fort Douglas. I did lose consciousness there. Greg was choked at the Zions building. We have members of the Wisps paranormal team that help us out that will not be coming to the Zion building. Really? They are simply refusing to come. No with. way. For real? Yeah. Okay. Wait, do they, I have they to don't, come? Do I have yes, to go? you have <laughs> you, to come. You have come to. On. Uh, the Zion building, so that you know, here's a, for people who are thinking about maybe, I don't know if I want to do Fort Douglas or... Uh, I haven't investigated the Zion building before. It was a Zion's Bank location in the 19-teens through the 1920s. Uh, It is a completely abandoned building, but uh, it's not truly abandoned because it is a costume warehouse for a local theater company. So there's about four floors of authentic period costumes that are all lined up floor to ceiling. Yeah, Uh, It is one of the scariest and creepiest locations I've ever been in. Now, I don't want to play favorites, but yes. if I were to recommend one, it would be the Zions Building. Over Fort Douglas. Even is that though right? I'm more afraid of the Zions Building, yeah. but it's like, people go to Fort Douglas here and there. We've been a few times. We'll probably go again. Yeah. It's pretty rare that we get a chance to to do the Zions Building. In fact, we kind of swore it off, much like Fort Douglas last year. Yeah, we said yeah. we're never coming back. <laughs> Which is why I'm wondering why we're doing it again. But like, <laughs> it's very rare that we're going to go to the Science Building. And I'm excited, but also incredibly nervous. It is slated for demolition, so that you know. Uh, we thought after we investigated it the last time, that would be it, and it would be torn down. And we were yeah. happy with that. Oh, uh, I was just fine with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we all it, were. It's still there. If you don't know where the Science Building <laughs> is, it's just off of West Temple and about First South. In fact... Uh, many of you have been listening to me for a long time. In fact, many of you came to watch me spin at Club Deviate years and years ago. This is located right behind Club Deviate and Aeropress Square. Uh, this is a completely blighted part of town. This building is, uh, like I said, it is condemned. Uh, so much so that when you walk up the stairwells to go from level to level, you can feel that the building is tilting. That's, I mean, that's, <laughs> it is. Yeah. 
the real deal funhouse. Yeah. Uh, full of authentic uh, Civil War uniforms, authentic World War II uniforms. It is a terrifying location. And if you're really lucky, scary. if you're lucky, you'll be doing a uh, investigation at the top floor, and then Gary will somehow sneak into the top floor, yeah, <laughs> and then yell something inexplicably and scare you to death. Oh, hey, listen, you and I were on the stairs, Kenny. You yeah. and I were walking up the stairs, and we hear one floor above us all hell break loose, shrieks. It sounded like the sinking of the Titanic. Yep. There yeah. were so many screams. Yeah. Thundering footsteps. We could hear gear and all kinds of junk flying all over the place. And what happened was Gary, I guess, went up the fire escape and went in the back way, not to scare anybody. No. He was just walking. He was completely oblivious. And And, we had a group in there ghost hunting. And Gary... New hunters as well. First timers. And they're sitting there listening to every sound going, if there's anyone here, make a sound. And then they hear and the footsteps. And they're looking through aisles of old clothes, <laughs> and there's footsteps coming through, and a dark, bald man. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Yeah. Uh, Castle. And, uh... <laughs> and wouldn't you know, Gary's like, what? I, I mean, he really did not understand what was going on. So you and I rush. Yeah. Kenny and I are in a dead sprint up flights of stairs from the first floor all the way. Ben Hansen is in a different part of the building trying to fumble his way through the dark, trying to get to the stairs, we are panicked. I get up there, and I find noob ghost hunters, bait, huddled in corners, various corners. Some people are hiding under benches. I mean, people, and there's just ghost hunter gear scattered everywhere. Yeah. And Gary's standing there like, what's going on? (laughs) I don't understand. Kenny and I had to pick a young girl up and fireman carry her out of the building. Yeah. She was so scary. Inconsolable. Yeah. Uh, this is a very scary building. It's very creepy. There was a time when Jess and I were sitting out on the fire escape while the uh, investigation was going on, and Jess was like, what have we done? Uh, this building is so dark. What have we done? So here's the deal. If you got great big old balls and you want to come and do this, uh, we still have uh, the Friday. The Friday, we just barely put that on sale. So not very many tickets have sold for the Zion building because we put it up way after Fort Douglas. So yeah. if you want to come and go to that one, uh, you should definitely do it. It's, uh, yes. it's, it's a lot of fun. And they are two I – mean, I mean, they are complete opposites as far as the way the, the grounds and the investigation will look. Yes. Yeah. Fort Douglas very clean. There's lots of places to sit. Uh, everybody's comfy. Uh, it's great. The Zion building is from hell. Yeah, like it's, it's really awful. It's very it, atmospheric. It, it, at one, yeah. at oh, one yeah. point, we'll shut this giant door and let you stay in a room where, and Spinario will remember this, yeah. where we were being harassed and like basically picked on. Yeah, for like half an hour, punched yeah. over Scratched. and over again. Yeah, uh, I will tell you right outside this room. I was talking to uh, some of our investigators and Spinari, and as I was just standing there speaking, as I'm standing here speaking right now, I felt this horrible, horrible pain in my thumb. Looked down and my thumb was bent backwards like a seven. So once again, I'm asking, why are we doing this? I because we're insane. We had a, we had a lot of people Hello. say they wanted to go, and people were yeah. like, "Please go to the Zion Building. Please put the Zion Building on the roster." None of those people have bought the tickets yet, near as I can tell from what I'm looking at. So it's one of those things where people are kind of like, "Bring back the people mover at Tomorrowland." Bring back the people mover at Tomorrowland, and then they do it, and nobody goes. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of our, our ghost hunters are either waiting to get paid or what it is, but uh, if you guys tell me to bring back the Zion building and then you don't buy tickets, 
I'm going to kick every one of you right in the tank. <laughs> because I'm scared to go back to this building. I had to relocate my thumb on a ghost hunt. So what are the times um, this weekend, just so we know? It's generally about times. 9 to one thirty. Roundabout. The times are as follows. We ask everybody both nights we're going to ask you to show up at 9 o'clock. We'll have about an hour of a meet and greet and hanging out and yep. uh, just kind of asking questions and learning gear and that kind of stuff. And then at 10 o'clock, the investigations will begin and they'll go till approximately 2 a.m. That's every ghost hunt. Great. And we'll have different stations set up and you'll kind of rotate through these different areas. And we do these rotations uh, primarily to make sure that nobody gets lost inside the building and to also make sure that you get data from every single area of the location that we're hunting at. And then probably near the end of the night, we'll just do kind of a free-for-all kind of thing where people can wander wherever they want to go. And that's worked out very, very well for us on the past couple of investigations. One so. of the great things about these rotations, and I will say everything I felt in Zion's was malicious. I'm just going to put it oh, out it's there. Ba- it's bad. Oh, yeah, it's Whereas terrible. Whereas Fort Douglas, I remember you guys left me alone last year and i loved it i had a ghost meter pro oh you did and i was just doing a q and a session was that your first time doing a as kind of an area by yourself by, just my, by myself solo? in fact yeah. i just wanted the peaceful time or whatever well, and i was in a different part of the museum yeah we, we had nice ghosts it was awesome yeah you guys did okay and then all of a sudden you guys in another building another section like every rotation you go to you're gonna get different activity well, Fort Douglas Confirmed is, is well. that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you yeah. will have um, you will have areas one night that are completely dead, no pun intended, and then you'll have that very same area the next day, and the walls are bleeding. Yeah, yeah. you know it's crazy there, uh, and the the entities at Fort Douglas will move from building to building. So you could investigate one building one night, and then encounter the very same ghost in a completely different part of the base the next night because they do roam. Yep. Which is one of the weirdest things I've experienced as a paranormal investigator. Uh, the Zion's building, on the other hand, uh, two bodies were found in the Zion building. So gross. Yeah. Uh, right before our, we it did our first investigations there. Uh, the bodies had been there for months and had decomposed into the carpet Ugh. in the bathroom. And you can still see the lines of decomposition in the carpet. They haven't re- they haven't cleaned the area because you it's know condemned. why why was I not told this before I was changing costumes in that bathroom? Yeah, I, I, I hey, wish somebody would have told you that. That's, <laughs> that's really helpful. So it's a biohazard, and yeah. you need to know that the Zion yeah. Building is definitely, uh, like I said, there are some pretty big contrasts, but. If you're going to do the paranormal investigating, uh, they're both phenomenal. Yeah. They're yeah. scary as hell in different ways. Uh, and it, this is not a ghost hunt for the faint of heart. You don't have to be experienced to come on one of these. You do have to be brave because they are very, very scary, both of them. Uh, but the tickets are on sale now. We would love for you to come with us. Saturday is very close to selling out. Friday, we've got plenty of room for you. So uh, show up and come on the hunt with us. It's going to be a good time. And I w- my... My vote would be to be in Greg's group and just stand behind him and watch things happen to him. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> really Is that fair. Aww. He's Poor really Greg. reluctant. Aww. He is very reluctant to go back to the Zion building. He was choked and had to be carried Not out. Not just uh, choked. Yeah, no, he like, was attacked. Like dirty fingers in his throat, choked. Yeah, it wasn't somebody grabbing like the outside gagging. of his neck. He felt some something shove its whole fist in his mouth. Basically, yeah. And if uh, you, we'll have to get the EVPs. Yeah. We heard him last year. Put we'll, him on the we'll show. We'll get him from Greg, yeah. And he's in mid-speech, and this happens. And much like this girl, sorry, Greg, he had to be dragged out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Couldn't breathe. And sometimes that happens, and you need to know that, when you, especially when you come to these locations. Uh, again, if you have any questions, you can always hit me up on Facebook, Jess yep. Kenny Spinari. Uh, we're more than happy to help you out if you have any questions about uh, about what what's going on. Now, oh, one thing I did want to say, though. Hmm. For those of you that are coming on these ghost hunts, bring a backpack, bring whatever, bring a flashlight. Uh, I do recommend bringing some glow sticks uh, simply because energy does, batteries do tend to get drained. I went through multiple sets of batteries last week, or the, two weeks ago. Uh, it happens a lot. The other thing is bring some water and bring some snacks. I found that when we provide the water and the snacks, people litter, and it's usually all of us that end up eating most of the stuff anyway. So yeah. bring some chips or bring a granola bar or whatever and, and bring your own water that, so that you can pack out the garbage because we don't want to litter at Fort Douglas. We want to no, keep everything nice. Yeah. And, the Zion building is not going to matter. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, we're really, really excited about it. And we hope that you guys choose to join us. And uh, I can't think of two better locations if you really want to get creeped out. And as we said, like the, the past three hunts we've done have been some of the most fun that we've ever had. Oh, like, yeah. these have been, this has been a great year yeah. already. It's been, it's been my favorite year. Yeah. Uh, these past three ghost hunts have been my three favorite ghost hunts we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, They've just been because fantastic. Yeah, that's really weird, good. Right? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. I all the way was not expecting to have the activity that we've had and to have the groups that we've had, and uh, it's just been wonderful. I, I, I'm, we're planning on doing a ghost hunt in November, maybe one in December. Uh, we're just going to keep them going because it's going so well for us. Now, of course, that may all change this weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you never. We know. have jinxed ourselves. Just know that you're going to be around where two guys died. One of them does. One of the guys doesn't know he's dead, and the other one is constantly pleading with him. No, it's the strangest thing. It's, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. And we all heard this on the Echo Vox. Yeah, and on Live. EVPs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have multiple sources of data to back this up. Where these two guys who died in the bathroom are arguing with each other in the spirit world because one doesn't believe he's dead, and uh, the other one is pleading with him, saying. Your dad, your dad. And the, the weird thing about this was is that we have them on EVP and on Echo Vox saying, one guy going, no, 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 let's get up, let's straighten out, and let's go to Club Omni. Which is really strange to me because Club Omni was a club that I, I used to DJ at in Provo that's been closed since the mid-90s. Hmm. It's been closed for a very long, in fact, maybe the late 90s. Okay. Uh, it's been closed for a very long time, but we have... On multiple sources, these these ghosts talking about Club Omni. Uh, these guys were drug addicts. They were homeless. Uh, they, we think they were gay. Uh, based on the data that we have, we yeah. think they were yeah. gay. Uh, Jess actually found out about these guys and then called me up without any data and said, you know, you're empathic. I want you to feel what you're feeling here. Turn everything off and let's see if Chunga can back this up and let's see how it vibes. And how was I? I was pretty... Sp yeah. I well, felt that they were very cause, gay. Cause, That's one of the well, things that I Brendan, felt. Brendan called me in, and I was kind of... I, like, I was listening to Equivox, but I was kind of filling it out, and I had my own thoughts of what was going on. So I wanted you to kind of come and back that up, and you very much did so. Yeah. So... And then after yeah. I said out loud, I said they were gay, and they were using drugs together... Uh, then all the all the stuff, the EVPs and the Echo Vox and everything just started going crazy once yeah. we said that. It was really, really weird. That was also the same room that Greg was choked in. Yeah. So who knows? Um, <laughs> so let's go back. The Zion building is definitely not a throwaway investigation. I, it is terrifying. Yeah. Um, also, I think there was something else in that room as well. 
I would say yeah, there's at yeah. least four different spirits of the Zion's building. Oh, a- at least. Felt. All of them bad. Oh, yeah. All of them Absolutely. bad. Or really, really lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so anyway, if you have any questions about this, of course, we want you to hit us up. We would love for you to come with us. It's and- coming up, though. Like, by the time we post this show... Yeah. You better be coming. It will be yeah. Wednesday be... morning when we post this show. Yes. Listen, we um, can sit and tell scary stories in the, in between all these old clothes while we get scared to death by Castle. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Or we get pinched, which, or thumbs or broken. Choked out. Yeah. Hopefully Should be a good time. That. It'll be a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, So, anyway, come ghost hunting with us. Uh, it really is something to uh, to behold if you've never done it before. We'd love to have you. Uh, next up here tonight, I, I'm so excited. I want to punch both of you guys right in the throat, though. What are you talking about? <laughs> Already? I don't even what's going on. Well, first of all, you say you sent a text to us last night, and you say, well, this is a Tuesday, by the way. Uh, on Monday night, you're like, by the way, I suggest all of you turn on Monday Night Football right now. And I'm like, no. Yeah, because <laughs> no. why would you? It's football. <laughs> it's awfully manly. Um <laughs> I, you know, the whole world is watching because Star Wars is on, and I thought, well, I'll just I'll just watch the trailer on Which, YouTube. Isn't that so deceptive and wrong to be like, hey, geeks. Well, hey, nerds. They're talking to most people in the world, but hey, geeks, watch football for at least an hour and a half, uh-huh. and then you may be rewarded with a two-and-a-half-minute trailer. I would have loved to <laughs> yeah. have, have been a fly on the wall at all of these nerd houses yeah <laughs> because it would have looked it would have been like watching something that like curling something you just don't understand all these nerds are watching these large largely black men bang into each other over and over and over again <laughs> oh, i'll let you borrow that and, movie if you want and yeah and then it's like what are they doing i don't get this yeah it, it would be like watching high ally or something very strange to these nerds, you know. High lie. Always love um, a good highlight reference. Yeah, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, just so that they can watch the Star Wars trailer, but any real nerd would just know. I'll just check it out on YouTube in like two seconds after. Literally two seconds. Yeah, of course. Which is exactly what I did. Okay. <laughs> I just was like, oh, is halftime over? All right, boom, there it is, and I watched it like a thousand times. Blew me away. I was so excited. Oh, yeah. I would have actually loved to see the ratings for that game because they were probably so incredibly high. And well, then, they're incredibly and high. Then they anyway. drop off after halftime. Yeah. I, w- I would no love to see what, how much they dipped. Wait, wait, wait. So you, you loved the trailer? I actually did. Oh, so you're just like everybody riding the hype train. I, you know, real, real I, original. I genuinely liked it, though, too. Yeah, it, I, at least you said genuinely because I wouldn't have believed you before. <laughs> so of course, you guys liked it. You guys are total fanboys. No. You started swearing yeah. at Jess and I, and in saying the names <laughs> of the weirdest, most random. Star I said Wars by characters. the beard of Kiati Mundi, I happen. am going to bring the full might of my strength upon you. And then I told Kenny to shut his whorish mouth. So <laughs> sure did. Spinari told us to go right to hell. I did. Yeah. We were so excited. I went to Walmart and bought Star Wars wrapping paper for Christmas. Which, by the way... Is badass. It's awesome. Oh, I'm sure it's so cool. Except... Star Wars there's merchandising. One... You can't find that anywhere. On, <laughs> except on your coffee mate, toilet paper, you know, there's your, a... cr- your goldfish crackers. Do you remember when the... Go when to the, hell. When the pre- <laughs> Do you remember when the prequels came out, how much merchandising was out there? And I remember when the prequels came out, I yeah. thought, you know, this merchandising isn't as good... As it was when I was a kid, it, it wasn't anywhere near as good as it was when I was like ten. 
you know? Except for they nailed the posters and trailers. That's one totally thing. Totally did. I mean, it, little Anakin standing there in the shadow, with the shadow coming Darth down. Darth Vader. Vader. Yeah. So that cool. image itself, like, you know, Jake Lloyd be damned. But that <laughs> image was awesome. Oh, it was yeah. haunting and it was it was perfect. I didn't even drink Pepsi and I got a Pepsi every day just to get Sebulba <laughs> on the side of the can. Because <laughs> you wanted Sebulba. Well, I wanted anyone. Sebulba. I'm like, Shmi Skywalker, huh? <laughs> Probably Virgin Mary, whatever. Uh, yeah. I, I will say that this time around, though, I think the merchandising is fantastic. Yeah. I think it's just awesome. I totally disagree. I know you do. We found Stormtrooper Christmas stockings. Oh, that surprise, are surprise. We, we found... Um, yeah. There is a problem with the Star Wars wrapping paper we bought, though. In fact, Spinari, can you run a grab? I'll run a grab. You guys no, no, talk. I'll go get it. I'll I want to see if these guys can figure out what the problem with this wrapping paper is. Is it like the little, is it like the cover of Little Mermaid where you see like uh, subliminal penises? Well, it's it's <laughs> it's very fast. Peens? No, sorry, Kenny. Peens. Peens. No, Kenny. The edge of the I'm peen. sorry. This episode, you're not going to see any penis. Uh, but but the, here's the thing. There is a a flaw with if you go to Walmart and you look at this Star Wars wrapping paper because Spinari is he's like I want every present wrapped in this wrapping paper. This he loves it. Oh man, he's so excited. And I noticed something today that there's there's a problem with it. There's something wrong with this wrapping paper. What it is, it's lightsaber wrapping paper, and they have the Empire. Um, Wait, you know, I don't want you to ruin it because I no, want no, to no, see no, it. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm describing it for the people that can't, you know, that, that obviously can't see it. Okay. Uh, but it's red and green, and there's red and green lightsabers because Here it's Christmas go. and everything else. Okay, now take a good hard look at this, and there is a flaw. There is a continuity flaw with this wrapping paper. Take a good look. Can you tell? They're both studying. They're both studying. That's supposed to be a red one. No. 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 Hold on. on. Kenny Kenny feels like he's zeroing in on this. Have you figured it out? Well, I want to say that should be a blue lightsaber. Or, yeah. There are no blue lightsabers on it because it's red and green for Christmas. Yeah. One of those is Obi-Wan. That's not the hilt of the green one. Yeah. One of those is actually Luke's. One is Darth Vader's. Okay. Um, I will you point guys out are the problem. Still virgins, by the way. I'm going to point. <laughs> I'm going to point out. You know, my son is right Just here. Kidding. That's okay. Okay, <laughs> so that's um, a true story. Is that what you're saying? Huh? Okay, I'm going to point this out okay. to you. Okay. Okay, I've I've got to come off mic here. Yeah. Oh no. If you look at this, if you look at these lightsabers, okay, there's a couple of lightsabers. Yeah. That you're going to look at. Okay, which two? Let me see if I can find them. <laughs> Oh, it's right. Okay, it's right. No, it's right there. It's right here. Oh. Because okay, okay. Just to describe it to everyone, the part where the sword comes out or the it's saber comes out, out. Oh, it's no. on the wrong end. That is. Lightsaber is coming out of the wrong side. That's what they call a mistake, and that's worth thousands of dollars. Those yep. bastards. We should go buy more. That's Those. like getting a Akeem Olajuwon basketball card that's spelled wrong, or Nolan Ryan that's spelled wrong. And yeah. And thinking you're going to get extra money. They accidentally <laughs> lit Darth Vader's lightsaber. So there's a, a long picture. The, the lightsabers are lit and they're red and green. Except for Darth Vader's lightsaber, the blade, the red beam is coming out of the, the back of the handle. It's not coming out of the top of the lightsaber. You know, sad story. That's how like three-fourths of younglings die in training. It's sad. <laughs> Do they just don't know which way uh, to hold uh, it. And, and then it's, awesome. you know, you only have to be wrong once, younglings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other, the other so fourth wait. were killed by Anakin. So yeah, just so, letting so you guys it's know. wrong on all the Darth Vader sword. No, no some of them. Just the it's, one. No, no, no. They just didn't. that's right. That's right. Right. 
Here's what's there's kind a of, misprint on the wrapping paper. Here's what's kind of okay with with this wrapping paper. I see it. Yeah. I see it. Okay. Is that it makes no mention of anything outside of Star Wars itself. No, it's not like Santa Claus, you know, or Rudolph holding it. Or a- it's not like, you know, you're not going to see Liam Neeson here, or you're not going to see Ky- uh, Rido Kylie, yeah. you know, or Ky- whatever Kylo the Ren. heck his name is. <laughs> Rido Kylie? Rido Kylie. He's an indie artist, but you might as well. Because <laughs> Ray, Rido Kylie, Poe Dameron. What? Dammer okay. on you. Anyway, <laughs> I thought I thought the trailer was awesome. No, it looks I, most people did. No, but Kenny, listen, I got to tell you this: if you listen back to other episodes, if you're binge listening to us, go back a couple of episodes, and you'll hear we me talk like, about this every four episodes. I am yeah. worried. I said to you, I'm worried about this. I'm kind of worried about this. I, there's a lot of weird controversies. People don't like John Boyega is the new Luke Skywalker character because he's black and they're being very open about it, which is the nope, weirdest thing ever. I think ever. it's a smear campaign. You think? I think if anyone doesn't, because I've been hated on for not being on the hype train, yeah. if you don't love and don't eat up Star Wars, you're either a troll and you do like it or uh-huh. you're a doofus or a racist. Okay. Well, I, I think there are racists here, sure. There but are I think a lot people of people are saying, that are... Oh, it's John Boyega. I'm like, no, people just don't really dig it. Yeah. Be- People, oh, you, you think? Yeah. You think they're not liking it that like, much? And this was on Facebook. It okay. was a boycott in, in Twitter, obviously. Hashtag yeah. boycott episode seven. And people, the internet tried to create this myth that it was based on racism. And obviously... Oh, so you don't think that they, you no, think that's all crap? I think, okay. there, I think there's a percentage of people that want, you know, want to I, boycott. But there are black people in Star Wars. Like, this is no new reason to boycott a new Star Wars well, movie. Well, no, Mace Windu was... Well, that's Samuel Jackson. Does he count? Uh, James Earl <laughs> and Jones. And he had a purple one. Good old yeah, Lando. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lando. I forgot yeah, about Lando. Lando. No, this is no new reason. How I think you doing, Chewbacca? It's a sm- it's a smear <laughs> campaign against everyone not on the hype train. Okay, I, that, that that must be right. Because I was watching I this and that. I was like, it's very interesting to me to see people that are just so overtly racist. Where it's like, I don't like seeing a black guy hold a Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. That's what I was saying. Is like, he can't hold Luke's. Okay, if, he's if, black. If that's the case, if that's your problem, you're a moron. Well, but I thought I it was really think, weird. Yeah. When I don't I heard think that. that's the widespread case. You think it's tr- people are trolling and trying I to... I think it's people being like, you hurt my feelings, be more PC. It's like, that's not actually my issue Okay. with this thing. It's just I've seen three really crappy movies and three good movies, and I'm, maybe I am a little bit trepidatious about this. There's a couple of things that I saw in the new trailer. Um, I have this weird fascination, as you guys know, uh, because of the Queen Mary, which I had a very profound experience when I was a little kid. I was eight. Love it. Uh, I have this fascination with shipwrecks and abandoned cruise ships. Mm-hmm. And so I'll watch videos. Super creepy, by the way. Why would you ever? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I can't I can't seem to get away from this. And so I'll watch uh, like videos of the, of the uh, SS United States, which was a big cruise ship that was the fastest cruise ship in the world to beat the Queen Mary, that now sits in Philadelphia and is mothballed and... People go, they go urban exploring inside of it. And so I saw this Daisy Ridley climbing inside that old Star Destroyer, and it looks exactly like an old battleship inside. And I was just completely captivated by it. I thought it was fantastic. I can't wait to go see it. I honestly, I can't wait to go see this So notice who's being very quiet right (laughs) now. Because I'm actually like, I'll be outward and stuff, but I'm like, 
I just hope it's good, and that's why I'm kind of bringing down my, you know, expectation. I got to be honest with you, Kenny. I think if Jesus Christ were to descend from heaven, (laughs) dawn a lightsaber, and fight Kylo Ren, you wouldn't be okay with it. You would still, (laughs) you would still be like, I've seen better. "Uh, I don't think that there's anything that could happen. Moses could come down, part the Red Sea, and Jesus and Kylo Ren could have a fight in the middle of the Red Sea, and you still wouldn't be okay with it. That's what I think. I I think you're just you have you have. We Jews like to, have been waiting for for Jesus to I, come. I, I, so. well, that's yeah. I, that's a, maybe not the best reference, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so the lightsaber. I just think that there's almost nothing that can be done that, that you're going because people you like to zig when other people zag, and I think that everybody is just on that hype train, and so you you've just taken your position. It's what I do. Yes. Okay. All right. So Jess. <laughs> so me. Here's the thing. I really love Star Wars. Don't make any mistake. Right. I grew up pretending to be Luke Skywalker. Yes. Like, that was my thing. That was your deal. Honestly, like, when I saw the trailer, it just felt very meh. I just... It, really? It didn't feel like Star Wars to me. So you it weren't felt, kidding it, when you said you thought the trailer was no. boring. And that was Honestly, like, my favorite part of last night. <laughs> oh, my God. Is, you know... Just I thought you like, were just messing with no. me. No. Yeah. You guys were like, I'm tearing up. And Jess is like, I've seen better. And I'm like... I am so happy right now. <laughs> wow. It was not I, me. I, well, because I saw it on Kenny's page and I was like, okay, am I just being like, I, d- I don't know what's happening. So I text Kenny. I'm like, is it just me or was it really boring? Because honestly, to me, it was. It didn't feel like. I it, wonder. It didn't. It didn't feel like Star Wars to me. Like what? It oh, didn't man. feel I like the it Star felt Wars more from like my Star chart. Wars than any of the prequels. Nope. Oh, yeah. I wa- I watched the Revenge of the Sith trailer today. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. Really phenomenal. Rewatch it, and even though the movie is half good, yeah, they nailed the trailers. When you see Darth Maul in Episode One, you're like, oh. I want to learn more about that yeah. guy. Oh yeah, no, and even though true. you don't learn more, this one you're like, it's Rilo Kylie, and he's blowing up another planet. You know, it, there was one felt, part that I go ahead. It, it felt a lot like they took Star Wars and then turned it into every movie that ever was these days. Hmm. Now I do want to apologize because we are like overwhelming you guys with hate right now. And well, hate leads to when, suffering. Wait, wait, wait. wait no, no, there's no we, pale face. It's you and Jess. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying I'm Jess and I and you guys. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, because everyone's hating us right now because we're playing yeah. We're playing the devil's advocates H-hating in a way. you and Jess right now. Not, yeah, yeah. Not me and Spinar. <laughs> Let's be clear. Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Four months ago, we get a trailer and everyone's... Actually, I thought the second trailer for... for Force Awakens yeah. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. When you have yeah, the yeah. voiceover oh, and they're absolutely. singing my father and his father, father before him. Yeah. And he begat Sheb and he begat yeah, Megath. Yeah. And uh, everything Can I just like tell that. You, I read every word of that in the Bible. Isn't that crazy? It was. <laughs> there it was, are chapters. It was rough. It was yeah. rough. It was numbers. Wasn't yeah. it numbers? I yeah. It was, it was numbers. Numbers in Deuteronomy. Just, yeah. Oh, Ugh. man. So, and I was like, I can't wait to begat people. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Is that a quotable quote? I'll take it. Um, <laughs> that trailer was awesome. And then they're like, we'll release another trailer in the fall, probably. And yeah. people waited four months to see the same exact trailer. You know, um, I, I will agree with you on that. It wasn't their best trailer so far. Their, uh, in I, fact, I, I it was their worst. It was yeah. lazy. I kind of agree. It was still awesome. Yeah. I still I liked it. JJ's being so secretive, and for good reason. Sure. That he's not giving any story up unless you look really, really close, which yeah. we've already talked about some of these things. Well, we know a couple of things. Han and Chewie have been taken prisoner because they have their hands up over their heads, 
and then something happens and then they drop their hands. But there were all kinds of things that Han and Chewie had been in jail for like 30 years or something like that and, and were broken out somehow. Yeah. That's, one of the, that's one of the rumored spoilers. Well, and there's a star kind of killer base. It's another Death Star. Yeah. yeah, but it makes the Death Stars look like it was... I just worry we're going to get another hero's journey, which we have seen, because based on Luke's story and the whole meeting the rogue who leaves the group and comes back... That cliche, not invented by Star Wars, but very popularized by it, has been shown in movies in decades since. And if they show that in another Star Wars, I'm going to have a problem with it. I love that Rey is a lead character. I think she will be awesome. Daisy Ridley will be great. Yeah. If she's the lead. But I no, she is. She and Finn are easily believed. I don't. Th- I don't think so. No, they are. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It's got to be happens. built around them because they're going to be our anchors. Because I have heard stories. Have you heard these stories? I, yeah. I choose not I've, to believe them though, because I think the the logical choice is them. I've heard stories that they're actually not in it very much, and the lead of the story is Harrison Ford. This is Han Solo, which would movie. be a major Wait, problem. Yeah. Because yeah. you know it's cool to see Her- It's cool to see Han and Chewie, but Han is not Han anymore. Yeah. And it's cool to hear that legends were built on the Battle of the Force and the you know the dark side or light side, you know, whatever. And he's like, the, the rumors are true. The legends are true. Yeah, yeah. But it's not Han. It's his old Harrison Ford. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I bought it. Me personally, I bought that hook, line, and sinker. But I did. It was weird because I loved it and I hated it. There was a real duality when I was watching that particular part of the trailer. And the duality was this. Number one, Han Solo has a little bit of kind of a sparkle in his eye. He was the cynical one when yeah. he yeah. when he was in the originals. He was kind of the jaded, cynical one. And now that he's older and wiser, he's like, no, you can kind of see it like I was there. It was incredible. No, it's more like I'm Harrison Ford and old, and I just broke my leg in a plane crash. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I bought it. But there was a problem with that as well. I did have a problem with that because I loved that line, and it brought some of that magic back when I was a little kid. Uh, with the kind of the French horn music behind as it's playing, and he says that it was all true. I was there, you know, whatever it was that he said. But are you a retard? <laughs> Can you not see like the fifty crash star destroyers that are outside that you've just been climbing in the entire first half of the movie? Yeah, of course it was true. You make your living scrapping star destroyers that are crashed on your planet. Now I'll tell Hello? you what, if Joss Whedon wrote this movie, the follow up would have been. Wait, even the legends about Luke and his sister, your current wife? He even, like, made out with her? Yeah, th- that's true as well. After the back to Tatooine, <laughs> nope, let's go. That one uh, wasn't true. Was not true. No. No, that nope. didn't happen. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Chewie. So, anyway. I, I, okay. So, anyway, so that was the one thing where I just kind of let that go. I was like, you know what? I, this is going to be awesome. I appreciate when a trailer doesn't spoil the movie because I hate... When I see a trailer and I say, no need to see the movie anymore, but there's a fine balance in trailer creation of showing the establishing shots, which I felt this was two and a half minutes worth of just dun, dun, dun. And dramatic yeah. posing. And yeah, a lot of dramatic, dramatic poses. posing, yeah. And, and, I, and I think the movie will have more to it, but I think there's enough of doing that and then showing us a money shot. And not just a shing lightsaber again, but uh-huh. an actual battle with lightsabers just to go, yeah. yep, okay, one more step, I'm in. Well, there's a couple of things. Number one, I, again, if you're binge-watching, you can go back in here. Everybody was, when the first trailer came out and you see Kylo Ren light up that, that cross-guard lightsaber, yeah. everybody was like, well, who's he going to get? Who's he going to get? And what did I tell you? I said, John Boyega is out there with that blue lightsaber in the snow, and neither one of them really know what they're doing. And that's going to be a fight, and it's going to be kind of interesting. And sure enough, you saw a piece of that in this trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 it's almost a little disappointing. The writer in me, <laughs> seriously, 
the writer in you guys, the writer in me, I saw this and I went, you know what, if, you, if this is going to be a hero's journey, how cool would this be if there was some sort of weird kind of tragic arc where uh, at some point Luke Skywalker creates this order of new Jedis and they turn against him and they're bad. Well, so this oh, is the would, question. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Because the day before the trailer came out, they released a poster, which is just like the old ones, except for really, really busy. Uh-huh. And there's no Luke Skywalker. Luke there's is no, not on the poster. Literally everyone from Captain Phasma and her two guards yeah. to the droids, the BB-8 new, yeah, and yeah. his lover. And what? <laughs> I don't know. There's everyone in it except for Luke Skywalker. That was on the purpose. first thing I noticed. There's no Luke Skywalker in the poster. And then in the trailer... Which we have seen his hand in R2. Goes up and touches R2-D2. Possibly. Yeah. And I bet there was some sort of Easter egg thrown into this trailer. Yeah. What's up with Luke? Well, there is, there's a lot. The rumors abound. There's a lot of different rumors. Well, let's, some people let's, think that he's, let's ruminate. Some people think that, that Luke is evil. And he's gone evil. And he's, he knows that he's gone evil. And he's in exile. Other people think that when Luke became the final Jedi, the last Jedi, he came to the conclusion that he said, look, the Force is too dangerous. It's way too dangerous for people to have in this universe. I'm the last person who knows how to truly use the Force. I'm going to continue to study it. Uh, but he's gotten stronger and stronger and stronger to the point where maybe he can't even control it the way that he feels like he should. And so he exiles himself like Yoda did. Yeah, uh, the, which I think is very possible. I think that if, if I were writing it, that's what I'd do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, there's another side to this, and that is that his order turned against him. He tried to rebuild the Jedi. He failed. And they turned against him. And he's in hiding because of it. So that, so that he doesn't have to go and kill more people. And Kylo Ren could very easily be one of Han and Leia's twins, Daisy Ridley's brother, who is uh, Jason Solo in the books. After this yeah. trailer, I'm going to say that Ray is, Faye Ray is what I call her, yeah. is not uh, one of the twins. One of the twins. Because of the way she approached Han. Asking if the legend is a little weird, huh? Because she would probably know unless she was just. Unless Han's been in jail for 30 years and she just doesn't know. And that could be likely. Yeah. Okay. So the the other thing, here's the. So anyway, so basically, if you're talking about a hero's journey, this is the weird thing that I think may happen with this Star Wars movie. And again, none of these are spoilers because we just don't know. Yeah. I think instead of having a good guy and a bad guy side, I think it's more complicated than that in this movie. I think you have this weird order that is kind of a fringe group and they're their own people. Then you have the, the old empire and then you have the rebellion and you have Kylo Ren. And I think the hero's struggle, the hero's journey is going to be Kylo Ren. I'd be okay with that. He starts off evil and you're going to see his journey to redemption, but it's not going to involve his death like it did Darth Vader. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I think. This first movie may be Han Solo. I think the next one will be Luke Skywalker. I think number eight will be all Luke, all the way, and it'll I be think with, right. with Kylo Ren. I could be wrong. So, I don't know. So, Jess, what did you need from this trailer to make you excited? I don't know. And honestly, and I get, I get J.J. Abrams not wanting to give a whole lot away. Yeah, but there is no character and no. It was just there 100% was establishing shot. It was sure. It was 100% like, you know, just here's stuff. And here's nothing of like consequence to make me actually want to see. Can I put on my business hat for a minute? Can I put on my movie producer business guy? Sure. Do it. I am now a Disney executive. JJ, I don't want a damn thing in this trailer. You know why? Because people are going to go anyway. 
I don't want anybody to find things to hate on. I don't want the internet to have anything for them to bitch about. I want a bunch of vanilla shots that give away absolutely nothing because whether Jess complains or Kenny complains, we're getting there 850 no matter what. So give away nothing. Because if you do... And then it's so boring. You, we, we, the trailers, basically, we have everything to lose and we have nothing to gain because people are going anyway. So so make them very plain. What What do you mean I have my ticket for the 17th at 7.30? <laughs> yeah, see? 3D. You've yeah. bought your, have you guys bought your tickets no, too? No, no. Oh, okay. Actually, no, but here's what happened. They're is, probably sold out by now. Right? You can still find them. Can you? Yeah. But it is massive pre-sales. Yeah. I was actually, my friend was like, yeah, I'm going to buy nine tickets for all of us. And I'm like, that would be great. Can you buy tickets? She's like, no, the sites have crashed. We can't get tickets. And uh-huh. I'm like, keep trying, keep, keep trying. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, eh, if you can get them, that'd be good. That's kind of how I felt when I saw the trailer. Like, honestly. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I'm, I, I, we walked past the old Center Theater when we were walking to the OBT yeah. the other night. Yeah. Yeah. And I was telling Spinari, I was like, right here, where the Broadway stands right now, this was the Center Theater, and it was this big, beautiful, 80-millimeter Art Deco theater, and this is where I sat on this corner for like three days to go see The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, man. And I camped out, and I waited in line, and I just, you know, I did all this stuff, uh, and I'm not doing that. Not no. for this. We're not going at midnight on no. the night that it no. comes out. We'll probably go sometime after Christmas during the holiday or something yeah. like that. I, I'm, yeah. I'll just go whenever I can go to a matinee and it's empty. And because uh, I'm done. I'm done with the mass unwashed sitting in a theater with a bunch of sweaty fat guys on, on movie premiere night. I've yeah. done it way too many times. I just I don't want to do that. So no thanks. I'll go see it a, a few days after. Also, can I can I I'm a little butt hurt. You are. Why? Because normally I would never buy a ticket for opening weekend. Sure, but you did on this. I did on this because there are rumors going around the critic circles that this is not going to be screened. What? Yeah, that's always the case. Can I just tell you, every prequel, they did this when I was working in the radio, and I got, I would get, yeah. And I got a call with Stevie Oldfield and a couple other guys that were on the show at the time. Uh, we would get calls directly from Lucasfilm, and they would say, hey, we are coming into town. We are not advertising this. Uh, do you want to go? Yes. I need two tickets. Grab young Spinari. Yeah. And he got to go with me, and yeah. we were snuck into a theater. At the, at the time, I believe it was the Century 16 and 33rd okay. State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were snuck into a theater where we had special laser holograph tickets, big holograph tickets, with special watermarks that could only be seen under infrared on the back. We had to surrender all media, all cell phones. Sure. And we were actually filmed in night vision to make sure that nobody was picking up a camera. Yeah. And then a rep for Lucasfilm came out and he said, look, you are you are the screening. You are the media screening. Hmm. We didn't advertise this anywhere. Some of the shots are not done. And this is being presented digitally via hard drive. And it's literally erasing as you're watching it. And they didn't tell it to anybody. And then they turned around for the Clone Wars, did the same thing. And then they did it for Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. as well. Okay. So, tell you what, I was the coolest kid in school. Oh, absolutely. Elementary school being yeah. like, yeah, it, I saw Star Wars three weeks early. Three weeks early. And, and I, I, I yeah. want to be the coolest guy at work for a week. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. generally that's the case. Not that I'm cool, but that I mean, Disney... you, you, you're pretty cool, though. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, he's going is... to be incorrigible. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there it was, right? Uh, <laughs> Disney is actually very, even with their big Marvel premieres, whether it's an Avengers movie or whatever, yeah. they, they still bring critics there two weeks early. Not that in the, their movies are critic proof. You know, these slack job yokels are going to see these movies anyways. Yep. But they still get us there. But Star Wars may be the exception. Well, they. I think. I think they know. Um. Remember when you first started on on my show? Yeah. Uh, I you you when you first started. I don't know if we've talked about this before. I know we have kind of behind the scenes uh, with Jess and Spinari. But when you first came in on the show, you were very journalistic in your approach to doing things. Yep. And I. This is, I mean not to embarrass you at all. You were learning. Yes. I sat you down and I said, hey, don't be a bitch about this stuff. Take a position, own it. And I don't care if they hate you. I don't care if they love you. All I care about is that they're listening. Mm -hmm. And I think Disney's kind of got the same thing here. They're kind of like, look, people are going to hate on it or they're going to love it. But what we don't want to do is pull people away from the actual ticket sales. We want everybody to go and then let them hate on it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think, and that's why I think they're not giving away anything in the trailers. That's what I think. I think you're going to love this movie. I really do. I either want it to be a great movie, like a movie, yeah. a film of greatness, yeah, or an absolute train wreck. Because if it's anywhere in between, yeah, it'll be better than the prequels. But I'll walk away going, "Hey, that was Jurassic World," and I don't give a crap. <sighs> You just scared me. <laughs> no, no, yeah. seriously. No, you did. Jurassic World you is, just scared the, me. is the most successful movie of the year. Yeah. And, and yeah. The, then the nostalgia we felt for one oh. good movie 20 years ago is not even going to compare to three great movies 40 years ago, oh, right? Dude. You know what? This is this is the thing about what you just said. It sounds really dramatic and theatrical, and, and I don't mean for it to, but you just spun that around so quickly that it kind of made my blood run cold where I was like, oh, shit. That did happen with Jurassic yeah. World because Jess was so excited and everybody thought it was going to be... It's a good movie. And it's okay. Yeah. It's but all right. it. Oh! No, 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 no. Kenny D! <laughs> I don't mean to do this. I only want to crush my own spirit, not anyone else's. And now I'm right back to being worried again. I wasn't that. worried at all. Was For me, I wasn't worried at all after I saw that trailer. I was like, this is fantastic. I just feel like we're going to get the Disneyfication of Star Wars. And that's my worry. Don't taint a good thing, even though it's had three bad movies. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, even in those prequels, and man, what am I doing? Am I defending the prequels? Hey, there was some good stuff in there, man. There the yeah. story itself was fine. The and writing... Parts of it were fine. The I writing, think. the directing, and the acting were horrendous. But there was a story there. If you take away the midichlorians, that's the, the part story that of can... Anakin is actually a great story. Should have yeah. focused more on Obi-Wan. That's what I would have done with it. I, I yeah. agree. But it was, it was a great story, and I just don't want to see the Star Wars movies come out every year and just be good enough to sell tickets. Well, you and I were talking to Jess. She's writing a wonderful story. Yeah. Really, Aww. really cool fantasy story. And this is going to... I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I've said this before. Uh, I was just talking to Spinari about this earlier today. Uh, you three... Uh, are just pure I'm indie car level flame throwing talent all the way oh, by the way everyone who's listening all the way this is two hours uh, last week you talked to us I'm for sorry two hours. I'm sorry you probably hate <laughs> it no, okay. it's also, it was like Tony Robbins but like coming from a very very good friend 
And so, you know, of course, I loved it. But I don't mean for it to come from a very, very good friend. And then I, I go home to, and I write because I'm like, yeah. I mean, you <laughs> know what? I mean for it to come from a guy who suffered the slings and arrows of the entertainment business for a quarter of a century and yeah. knows better. Yeah, okay. And that's and that's what I was trying to tell you guys. And so I, I um, from a writing standpoint, either one of you could have written those movies better. Sure. Either one of you yeah. could have written a better uh, written a better script. Uh, but there were there were problems and we were talking to Jess about this their coolest characters they did they just didn't develop them nope. they threw them away Darth Maul they That's threw them away what I'm really um, worried about seeing this because when I saw the characters they just seem really bland to me well the ones that had the most potential I no d- didn't no seem in the new trailer okay. in the new trailer yes. okay. I think it's a bait they, and switch okay I think character names will be different from how they've been merchandised merchandised. I think char- character motivations will be different than what we've seen. Hmm. I truly really think this is a bait and switch. Captain Phasma or whatever. They, My only problem is it'll, so it'll, be like, it'll be like Star Trek Into Darkness and it'll be like, no, no, guys. Uh, Benedict Cumberbund is John Harrison, <laughs> the evil villain. Yeah. Just kidding. He's con. Crazy, well, Nobody right? bought that. Come on. Nobody bought that. And so yeah, they're going to be like, con. just kidding. They're the twins. And everybody's like, yeah, we know. Duh. Yeah. 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 There was that one scene in the trailer. The other thing that I kind of had a problem with was when Kylo Ren, the very first time you see him speak, the very first time you see him do anything, he's looking down at Vader's mask and he's like, I'm going to finish what you started. <laughs> so now I think where you're at, where we're at. Hey, Spinar, you still like the movie? Screw you guys. <laughs> No, I listen. I still liked it. There's a, you guys. You got to understand something. I can be critical of something and still love it. I yeah. can't. You know what? I can look at yeah. it and go. I really wish they would have written that a different way. But it's fine. I like it. It's cool. You know. And that's kind of where I'm at with this. I think I, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm gonna finish what you <laughs> Oh god. Who are you? I'm nobody. <laughs> Cool. There, there's. I kind of <laughs> winced. I did kind of wince, and then I was like, "Let it go. Just let it go." I, and that's the fan in you. You're like, "I'm just gonna let it slide." I'm, yeah, I'm because just gonna, I want to love this. I'm yes, just, I'm just gonna much. put this out there because I know everyone felt nostalgic for this trailer. But let's just say tomorrow I got the Gem and the Holograms trailer, which comes out this weekend, uh-huh. and I spliced in the John Williams soundtrack used in this trailer, two and a half minutes for two and a half minutes. And you guys would probably cry just hearing the John Williams score or whatever crap Listen, was put out Kenny, there. Look, I make no Jim bones and the holograms is how he said. Yeah. Jim. You listen. It's an actual movie, by the way. I know. And it's about time. I've waited. <laughs> um, I love Jim. Hey, that music. Loved. That's the, the, Loved. the genius of John Williams. No, it's, it's that amazing. Music. Absolutely I could watch amazing. a monkey yeah. drink a beer and masturbate and have that music going <laughs> underneath it. And, and I would cry. Which I would have goosebumps. No, I mean that one's fine. Dun, dun. No, that one's okay, but it's that dun 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 dun. dun, dun. It's that slow French yeah. horn that yeah. played in that last trailer. I love that music. I I can't get enough of it. See, now I'm going to be thinking about a monkey yep. <laughs> doing his thing. <laughs> hey man, I've seen it happen. It's an awesome sight. It was well worth the price of admission. Anyway, um. I, I will. I. What have we done is, to Star Wars? Now this is like this is my closing statement towards you, Kenny. Okay. <laughs> and Jess. And Jess. 
No, this is towards you. <laughs> Anybody that can step to me after saying that he loved the Planet of the Apes as much as he did and then hates on the Star Wars movie has absolutely no you credibility. You love Planet of the Apes? Absolutely. See? You okay. bastard. That's, that's the... Yeah, no. Okay. Planet of the Apes did something no. that Star, the Star Wars prequels couldn't dream to do, and that's to give a CG character actual emotion and give them a character. That's a good point. But it was still Andy Circus. He was amazing. Is his name Absolutely. Circus? Yeah, it's Andy Circus. Andy yeah. Circus. No, I'm sorry. I'll back that up. I, I right. think Ugh. he's great. I, I thought the CGI was fantastic. I just hated the story. I just I didn't even finish it. Yeah, they're working on War of the oh, Planet of the no. Apes, and I cannot. Oh, you guys shut up. They are great. <laughs> no. All right. So listen, let's uh, let's give Kenny his credibility back. We wanted to do this. <laughs> Thanks for my card back. Yeah, sure. We we have wanted to do this for a very long time. It's a Halloween show. We spent a lot of time talking about the Christmas movie Star Wars, and I can't wait to talk about Spectre as well as we get closer to that. Uh, but you have created a list that we've wanted to get to for a couple of weeks now, and just haven't done. Uh, this is uh, I would we should have done this in September. Well, honestly. yeah, we, we started talking about this over the past three weeks because honestly, we've had. Halloween shows for weeks and weeks now. Yeah, about a month. And actually. I did ask for some of your recommendations for hipster horror. And yeah. Jess, I did watch Housebound. Did you like it? I did like it. It was yeah. pretty fun. Very cool. <laughs> uh, I have not watched Carnival of Souls. Car- Carnival yet. of Souls. Uh, yeah. Nor have I watched. Uh, Hold that ghost. Uh, Rick and Morty meet Frankenstein. Stop. We watched that last night. It was awesome. Have you watched Never Lake yet? No, not that one either. Okay. I watched a movie called Stage Fright, which Greg recommended. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's a musical horror, and it's awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm in. Greg, man, that dude. <laughs> He's so funny about horror, especially. But, yeah, some of these movies are harder to find. Like, I was looking for Laurel and Hardy, and I was like... <laughs> Abbott Costello, dude. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> No wonder you couldn't find it. Abbott and Costello, hold that ghost. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> I said Rick and Morty last time. I, I, I thought you were being sarcastic. So I was looking for Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers meet the mummy, right? And Oh, you suck so bad. What? Ugh. They're how, classics, dude. How, classics. how do you not like watch Abbott and Costello and be a movie guy at the same time? I'm not really like, more hipster than Kenny. For watching I was, I, look, I, in that arena, yeah, yeah. Abbott yes. Costello meets Frankenstein. There are moments uh, we watched it last night. It's the first time Spinari's seen it, yeah. Where he was gut laughing. I mean, full blown yeah. gut laughing at Abbott and Costello. I think you guys got your like no, no, no. hipster pants on. No, honestly, it was because there's a no. scene with Lou Costello and Lon Chaney as the Wolfman, uh, and it's it's. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. There's a couple of them. One, it's just Lon Chaney on the phone, and he's kind of confused while he's talking to Lou Costello on the phone, and it's hilarious. I, it's really funny. I don't believe it. I know. Honestly, I, I know. if I were in your position, I wouldn't either. I, but watching, it's not like the slapstick thing. Like, like she's even saying it. She's genuinely funny. Like, it's hilarious. I don't get how Abbott and Costello are hipster. Like, I feel like that's a basis for being a human being, is loving Abbott and Costello. I agree. Just Rice Lady. <laughs> Eh. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, the hate you're gonna get for this episode, punching dude. you so hard, like in the nuts. Is it anything like Three Stooges? Because I think no. classic no. Three Stooges no. is the worst. No. No. Pile. Mm-mm. I did like Duck Soup, the Marx Brothers movie. Marx Brothers were great. So is it anything like that? Because they no. had they had sight gags which were really really clever, and that's what I appreciate it for. But I never found myself. There going, are some. Ah, ah, that pun was awesome. There are some subtle slapstick elements that are probably more Charlie Chaplin or Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. 
than they are the Three Stooges or the Marx Brothers. But uh, they're much more refined because they're probably about 20 years later. So the timing, the timing, the comedic timing in some of these scenes, not all of them, but there are a couple of scenes where the comedic timing is as sharp today as anything else that you would see. Really funny stuff. So, yeah. and I, you, the one you recommended was like Riggs and Murtaugh meet the Invisible Man, right? <laughs> no, I'm getting was... too old for this shit. <laughs> Hold that ghost. Hold, Hold that, that ghost. ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay. there's a great scene in, in Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. And they left it in where Lou Costello is supposed to pull a tablecloth out from under a candelabra in <laughs> a lit. castle. And yeah. it's supposed to start a fire. And that's how they were going to kind of end the movie. Was Abbott, you know, or uh, Lou Costello pulls a tablecloth and tips over a candelabra and starts a fire kind of like Frankenstein, right? Uh, I, they didn't do that in Frankenstein, but there was a big fire at the end of Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. So they were trying to work in some sort of big kind of universal classic horror-esque fire. And Lou Costello goes to pull the candle, the, the tablecloth out from under the candelabra, pulls it, and the candelabra stands, and the tablecloth <laughs> comes out. And you see him look right down the barrel of the camera, just grinning from ear to ear, like, I can't believe that just happened. And then he's still in character, and he takes off running down the hall. And they kept it. After, and they changed the entire movie. Yeah. They redid the entire thing because of this one. And you'll see him look right down the barrel of the lens like, holy shit, I can't believe I just did this. And then he takes off running. And that's just the kind of, it's like amazing filmmaking that these guys did this. And they said, oh, we'll just rework it because that shot was so perfect. Yeah. It's that's pretty great. cool. Yeah. It's cool, man. And you know me, I hate I hate movies. Like honestly, no, I'm, yeah, not, I'm yeah. not the like, movie guy. If a movie has any slow part at all, you're like, I'm. I out. hate it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's action and boobs, and I, I'm in <laughs> for me. But I love usually the this same movie. thing for me, right? Yeah. And not in that order. Can I just <laughs> but honestly, I love this movie. It's genius. So Abbott Costello, watch that one instead you of Hold need, That Ghost. Yeah, Abbott Costello. I'm changing my vote to Meet Frankenstein. Okay, because uh, he hadn't better. seen it yet. Yeah, but I hadn't. But that was my problem: is you guys gave me recommendations, I didn't really know where to find them, other than borrowing them. Because, mm. well, going to the video store is not going to work anymore. Can you? Uh, what, what's your cable service? Do you have Comcast or di- Directv? <clears throat> Netflix. Oh, dude, I don't, I don't know. Hey, can cable. you get it on Netflix? You can't get it nope. on Netflix. You can't because nope. I checked. Wow, you can, wow. It's on anime. If you have Comcast, you can just go rent it. It's like two bucks. Oh, yeah. Nice. You can go rent it right now. I could probably go on Voodoo or something like that and get it. And find it. Yeah. Maybe I should. Yeah. yeah. And be Look a good if you can. movie guy. You, you really need to. <laughs> um, what if I hate it? Will you hate me? Yes. Yes. You're implying that there's not already hate yeah, there. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, you know. Hey, I almost had you swayed on the Star Wars thing. No, I'm just worried. I'm worried like you are. I think you, because uh, you're a, a little bit of a sadist, you're just really excited <laughs> to see this thing crash and burn and go, I told you. You know, that's, and I don't blame you because there's a part of me that's that way too. But I don't think it's going to be that way. I really yeah. want this thing to work because the prequels were just not what I wanted them to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Although and I will say the Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Maul sword fight is like the coolest sword fight ever. Oh my seen. gosh. Yeah. Nope. The most phenomenal sword fight watch, ever. Watch the breakdown and it's actually a pretty lazy fight. <laughs> just saying. Now the there's breakdown. a breakdown of it. And yeah. uh, it's a pretty awful sword fight, actually. Really? Just saying. It was oh. shot But it looks well cool. It looks cool. Shut up, Kenny. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So now on to back Netflix. To, back to Laurel and Hardy. I mean, yes. Abbott and Costello. Yes. I couldn't find a lot of these movies, and so I put together a list of what I'm going to call the Lazy Man's Horror Movie Guide. Yeah. Because, well, 
I'm going back to Netflix on this one. <laughs> these are all, all cool. of these are on Netflix, and so people, as they're having their Halloween parties or family over, or doing whatever. Yeah, they these are what ten movies or so that you recommend that are on Netflix movies right now. Here, half of these, I would say, more than half, are very, very well known. It's just kind of a good thing that Netflix has them, just in case you want to get into the spirit. Okay. And so, yeah, and really, if you don't have Netflix, there are a few on Amazon Prime or Hulu, whatever. <laughs> okay. Like Carnival of Souls is on Amazon Prime and Hulu. Oh, it so is? I, I need to get oh, on that, sweet. actually. Oh, awesome. Cool. I have Hulu. So, and if, yeah. you, so if you, you guys haven't it. seen these, I would love to tell you descriptions. If you have, please feel free to tell people how good or bad they are. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Because let's do it. Not okay. all these are great. But so the first one. It's on Netflix. And, and this is not in order. It's not like from... No, there's no these best just, or there's worst. No, there's no ranking here. Okay. So there's a movie called The Nightmare. I saw this one at Sundance this past year, and it's a documentary. A okay. documentary horror story. Is okay. that is that the Black the black Shadow? It is. It's about one? shadow people. Okay. Oh, the Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. I don't know this one. Yes, and I, I reviewed it, you know... Like it's on Netflix now. It's on Netflix now. Well, we should watch it tonight, dude. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a strange movie because it's a dramatized documentary. So they'll interview people, and it's eight subjects, I believe, and they'll say, "Okay, when did these dreams start?" And a lot of these people say, "From when I was a kid, I remember two <laughs> shadow men coming into my room and just staring at me." Mm. And then they talk to the next person. It's like almost the exact same story. Everyone has this story that's very similar about these shadow people hmm. and someone watching over them. And it shot documentary style. So. And it shot documentary style until they show like the kid and the shadow people because then that's when they dramatize it. Okay. okay. And it's it's very strange. It's not purposely like in your face So it's scary. almost like an episode of Dateline NBC a little bit. A little bit, but with yeah. a, a better edge to it. Okay. Worth watching. The Nightmare. And honestly, I, I know a guy, I work with a guy who sees shadow people and uh, I, I don't want to recommend it to him because it may ring a little too true. You saw a shadow uh, person and you ran away. And left I, I Jess all by herself. Absolutely. That is true. Young, helpless Jess all by herself. <laughs> um, you know what? This one actually really interests me. I haven't ever had an experience with that kind of situation that they're talking about. But when I was in high school, one of my friends actually had a pretty freaky experience. She came to me because I was the ghost girl in high school. Like I did all the research. And so you've stuff. always been this kind oh, of girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> So, no, that's a bad thing. No, thank you. But, but she came. So you've always been this way, Jess. <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> um, but she came to me and was like, what is going on? Because I don't understand this. Because she's one of the most skeptical people I know. Yeah. And she woke up one night and there was this man standing in her hallway with these glowing red eyes. And she didn't know what was going on. And it freaked her out so bad that she's like, Jess, I don't believe in ghosts. But what's happening? Yeah. So I've actually, cool. yeah. I actually really yeah. want to see this movie. Well, when we had the problem in our house too, I saw the exact same thing. No red eyes, but a dark shadow just no, staring and, and at me from the hallway. Actually, what you'll see in here is there's one guy who's seen aliens watch over him at least once a month every, his entire life. Ben. And it's, it's Ben. It's, he sees <laughs> aliens, but they are about the same sort of like uh, silhouette as a man. Okay. Huh. I see a silhouette of a man. Anyways, um, what he sees is like static in these silhouettes and he thinks they're aliens with big eyes, but that's basically how his brain is telling him what he sees and trying to make sense of this where Uh it's a bit strange. Okay. But worth watching even just for the study of being like, I hope people are writing this down as they're in their cubicles or whatever. Okay. So we have the nightmare. Okay. Nightmare. The second one. Duke. Oh, yeah. Babadook. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm scared to watch the Babadook. <laughs> you you should not be. It? In fact, I've recommended no. this oh. to a few people, and I have had 
half hate, half love on this movie. Hmm. Because the ending is a little bit bizarre. The buildup is great, and it has one of the best kids in a horror film ever. Yeah. Okay. You want this kid to die so bad. <laughs> he is like from hell itself. Yeah. Uh, Jess, you've seen it, right? I have seen it, yeah. It's a strange movie. It, I would Which say, kid will I hate more, the kid from The Visit or this kid? Oh, the rapping kid or this <laughs> yeah. kid? This kid. Okay. <laughs> so All right. Watch that's, the Bob That's Duck. real hate. Man. I would say it's especially scary for parents. Uh-huh. I hugged my daughters after this movie, I will say. Wow. Um, but yeah, really interesting. It's a, an Australian horror movie. It played at Sundance. Spinar and I stopped before. on that as we were going through Netflix, and yeah. it was like uh, the Babadook, and we both went, nah. But it wasn't because we no, didn't. No, we, no. It was because we were too scared to watch it. <laughs> I, I'm interested for you to see because it, it's very indie. Yeah. Indie, sorry. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a one time watch for you guys. I'm okay. curious to see what you think, though. All right. Okay. The third one. If, if I'm watching an indie movie. And I can see two assholes in their jaunty sweaters sitting at the Broadway theater in the lobby with their Macs. No, it's not that Having kind of. a writing seminar. <laughs> uh, that, that, was, that was me. If, if I'm watching an indie movie and I can actually see the writing process playing out, I'm furious. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's different. You'll, you'll see. Okay. The third one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these are starting to become well-known. Scream. Classic. 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 Yeah. I'm just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think Scream, I could be wrong. You would know, Mr. Film Critic. Hmm. But I think um, when that movie first came out, Drew Barrymore was a huge name, and it was a big secret. Nobody knew that Drew Barrymore dies 10 minutes in. She's on the cover. They bill everybody as Drew Barrymore is the the protagonist of the movie, and it was a big surprise when she died because all through the slasher movies, you never lost the main girl. Ever Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, whatever they they always made it through to the end. But they should have known because she wasn't a brunette. I'm just saying. Sure, ah. but she also wasn't the black guy. That's a good thing. Yeah, but yeah, she was the a red blonde. Shirt. So, and the thing is, it's not Drew Barrymore as we know her now because it was like a year and a few years later she was doing like Never Been Kissed. Yeah, you know a yeah. lot of Adam Sandler movies where she was like darling. This was still kind of her in her, in her wild days. This was yeah, a this year is after drug she, addict Drew Barrymore. This is the year after she flashed David Letterman on national TV, uh, and and uh, was very much addicted to to drugs and and, yeah. and so you could almost see Drew Barrymore leading a movie like this. Sure, in a yeah. teen slasher movie. Nobody knew who Nev Campbell was. No, nobody knew who um, who uh, who's the kid that Matthew Lillard was. Yep. Uh, and uh, Skeet Ulrich. Ulrich. Nobody knows who he is now. Uh, <laughs> but, but at the time, he was kind of the next Johnny Depp. Yeah. And he was kind of Skeet Ulrich and Drew Barrymore that were the two big names of the of the movie. And uh, and then Drew Barrymore's gone. Like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that was awesome. Jamie Kennedy in that movie. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> By the way, saw Jamie Kennedy recently. Oh, no. Saw him. Bad? I hadn't seen Jamie Kennedy in years. I saw him last week. Okay. Damn! I hope people don't see me and go. Oh no! Didn't look good, man. No, oh, no, no, no. Mm. He looks like um, he looks like he's middle management at uh, at Tahitian Noni. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not good. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but Scream. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's on Netflix because, well, it's a modern classic. Wes Craven did a great job. And speaking of Wes Craven, yeah, Wes Craven's new nightmare. Oh, I now, love not, it. Now, not every Nightmare on Elm Street is on Netflix. Number two is currently... I think six is. Six is. And New Nightmare, 
which is actually the first one he did since the first one. Uh, yeah. Wes yeah. Craven came back to the series. And this is the reboot of The Nightmare on Elm Street, right? No, uh, no it's more really. of a closer, even though they didn't close off the series after this. Wait, I it is, know. It I is a meta take on Nightmare on Elm Street. Basically, you have uh, Heather Lanchacamp, or whatever her name was, Nancy from the first movie. Oh, and she's grown up. Not only has she grown up, she's, an, a- she's an actress who once starred in Nightmare on Elm Street. And yeah. that's all she's known for. And her husband is about to be the props guy for the new reboot of that's Nightmare right. on Elm Street. Yeah. That, that one is awesome. I and forgot all awesome. about this. And freaking Freddy is haunting uh, Robert England. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of awesome. Yeah. And so it's more of like an extreme late 90s take on the whole thing. Right. But man, it's clever. It's really yeah. good. And it's funny. Cool. Yeah, so watch that one. Because, I forgot. I've got to watch that one again. Uh, really cool. Yeah. I mean, my favorite Freddy sequel is number three, Dream Warriors. Because Dawkins did the soundtrack. Yeah? They did? We are the Dream Warriors! <laughs> Fighting to survive! <laughs> Dream Warriors! Oh, yeah, man. Can that, can that be our lead-out music? Dawkins. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dream Warrior! And <laughs> by the way, he's doing the rock on the devil goat horns. fingers, the yeah. devil horns. Yeah, yeah you know I am. Uh, so, and here's a horror comedy that I hope you've all seen. Yeah, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Spinari, have you seen this one? I have not. What? This is Michael Sarah, isn't it? No. Isn't, who no. is it? It's uh, it it's has... a Tyler Labine and um, uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's kind of like a Bill and Ted's kind of thing, right? It is. <laughs> It's really hard to describe this movie without ruin anything, ruining anything. Then don't. Then don't. It's just a horror movie from another perspective. I'll just say that. Okay. Very funny, though. You need it's to watch so it. Good. Okay. okay. It's so and good. it's bloody and just awesome. Awesome. Fun. Okay. Uh, time for a classic that I didn't actually watch until last year. Rosemary's Baby. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You hadn't seen that yet. I kind of resisted because I didn't want to see the whole oh. devil cult rape thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't watch that movie, man. I all the way that one's up there with the conjuring is the movies I just can't watch in this house. I mean, there's a good reason, right? Oh yeah. After the problems we had in here, I can't have the conjuring on in here. Yeah. I can't have a movie like Rosemary's Baby on in this house. Yeah. The That's Omen never is seen another it. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never oh seen it. man. Yeah. It is it's a strange movie. It's rough. That is slow moving, but methodical the entire time. Ugh. And it's frustrating. It's stressful and it's hmm. gross. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's I think in kind of a different way, I think it's pretty obscene. Yeah. Um I can't watch that movie. I just can't and it's it's tame by today's it's standard, tame, yeah. but I still it's it, to me it's an obscene movie. I can't I can't do it. Yeah. That's a tough movie, yeah. So is Benari ever gonna be able to watch it? Nope. Not here. <laughs> if we're on the road somewhere and they've got, you know, I don't know, it's on T V or whatever, I'll watch it yeah. in a hotel room, but I'm not watching it in the house. No. Okay. We had a problem in here, man. You no, know, I, I know. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it. So come invite all the spirits back by watching these weird yeah, movies. Yeah, nope, not going to do it. Uh, so the next one is called Odd Thomas. Jess, have you seen this? I've one? Heard I about haven't this. seen it yet, but you keep I have telling heard me about to watch this it. Yeah. it. It's based off of a book by Dean Koontz, and it, it stars um, a kid who played Chekhov in Star Trek, Man Wise. Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. Okay, yeah. yeah. Who I really, really yeah. like. From it's, Friday Night, the reboot yeah, of Friday exactly. Night. Exactly. Yeah. Love that movie. It's a very low budget movie, 
and it's more actiony than it is horror. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of fun. Like it's you cool look at it, it's just throwaway movie, and it's a good time. Yeah, sweet. You've seen it then? I have seen it. I, yeah, I, I couldn't. When you said Odd Thomas, I was like, no, oh, where do I know that from? But Anton Yelchin, uh, I got to work with on an animated film. Uh, when he was younger, and that's why I watched it. Was yeah, because of that. And yeah. um, I thought it was cool. It's it weird, cool. yeah, but it's cool. Yeah, great ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is called. It's a Korean film that I've recommended. It's I saw the devil. I talked about this two weeks ago. Oh, yes, yeah. and it's on Netflix. So go watch it. And you know, it's gross. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. Interesting. Korean. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Korean. So uh-huh. you have to read subtitles, which I kind of hated Kenny for. Because mm-hmm. I hate subtitles. She's illiterate. <laughs> I'm illiterate. <laughs> we covered that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of the devil, there's another movie with a devil in the name. It's House of the Devil. And this is directed by a guy named T. West. And he's done a lot of just really unknown but really cool horror called, like, there's a movie called The Innkeepers that's worth watching. Mm. And this one, yeah, it's House of the Devil. And it feels like a 70s movie on purpose. Basically, a girl gets... Kind of like a grindhouse sort of vibe. Yeah, A girl gets called to uh, go basically house it over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And they're like, just don't, you know, don't go upstairs because mother's up there. But her her room's locked. Oh, Oh, fabulous. And that's all you need to know. Okay. It's a little weird, obviously. All right, very good. Okay. Oh, one of the classics. And I know people who still won't watch this movie, but The Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, yeah. you have you seen the Spinari? Yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it, it's funny how I like, like the Exorcist, I had a conversation with, with Joel actually, and we were talking about horror movies, and he has not seen The Exorcist, and I was like, "Give me your horror card right now, because that's ridiculous." You can't not see The Exorcist. Yeah, but he's like, that's, you have to. He's like, I love horror movies, but like demonic possessions, I'm okay with. Satan possessions, mm-hmm. I don't really know, and I'm like, is there a difference? I think The Conjuring is a hundred thousand billion times scarier than The Exorcist. I I'd do. probably agree. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's because the, the people in this room have a personal connection to the, the Warrens and to the family, that's the real family from The Conjuring. Or when you have stuff like that happening in your yeah. own house. Um, um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it was. But to me, The Conjuring is so much more scary than The Exorcist ever was. I showed him The Exorcist and he, he was like... Uh, I feel like I need to go take a shower after that, yeah, but yeah, I wasn't really I wasn't, scared. I wasn't no, that's, out. that's I honestly with like demonic possession movies and stuff. I kind of feel that like I don't feel scared. I just feel gross you after. Dealt with it for real, and you know, just yeah. the differences. The Conjuring, I won't. Wa- I won't watch in this house, by the way. Okay, yeah. but I think The Exorcist does some things well because it is made on the cheap. You know, way back in the day, sure, and even like the demonic images in the wall. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm like yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah, effective. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say when you're dealing with the real deal, the really real stuff, uh, Zach Bagans, Ghost Adventures, a lot of people like to hate on this guy. He bought a house in Indiana where a family was dealing with this, where a little girl in the family walked backwards up a wall and the walls mm-hmm. would bleed and no thanks wait he bought that house he bought the yeah. you didn't know this i did not know that he bought this house to shoot a documentary oh. he was going to film a documentary about this house and had to stop because it was too dangerous so there is no documentary oh geez cool so it's legit and he won't talk about it that's how bad it was in this house holy crap and so when you come across something that's real like this that's what happens they don't talk about it. It's just 
he shut down an entire film. This was going to be a film. It wasn't a TV thing. It was going to be a documentary like for Sundance or something. Okay. And had to stop it halfway through production. He just shut down the production and said, this is way too dangerous in here. We're getting out of here. And won't talk about it. So... And then bought the house. No, this this is after he bought no, the house. Okay, okay. Yeah, he bought the house so he could do this movie. And yeah, it didn't really work out? No. That's a shame. Yeah, I know. Pretty crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, it's really crazy to think that happened. A little girl walking backwards. No. She bent yeah. over backwards, yeah. like in The Exorcist, and then walked up the wall. Yeah. Damn! <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Damn! That happened for real? And they have video. They have video of like snot oozing out of the walls. And yeah. Say what? <laughs> Say what? You can have snot oozing out of your walls. <laughs> Say what? Everybody knows when you get stressed, snot comes out of your walls. <laughs> now you can lose that with Lipitor. Say what? <laughs> it wasn't Lipitor. I don't know yeah, what no, it was. Me neither. Lipazine or something. Yeah. So um, lady looks like Jerry Seinfeld on the oh, on the commercial. Not good. Yeah. So next, I only have a few more, but The Omen. Yeah, that's another one. I, I said I can't watch The Omen in this house either. Spinari? Nope. Haven't okay. seen it. Uh, Saw. The original uh, Saw. Of course. We've got them all over, right Saw. right on the shelf, right over there. Saw, Saw Still 1 haven't and, seen it. Saw 1 and Saw 2. Really good movies. Yeah. I know everyone's like, no, it's torture porn. In a way, but 1 and 2 are very, very good. Do I need yeah. to watch it? Yeah. Okay. Can yeah. I just tell you, there's right. something going on right now. I've got a couple of buddies. They're all DJs, and they live together in Las Vegas. Okay. They're all living together in a nice big house. They're all doing very well for themselves. But because everybody's traveling around the world all the time, they're all kind of roommates in one big house in Las Vegas. One of them goes to the fridge today and opens up the fridge. And everybody has their own water and their own milk and everything. And there is a picture of the ventriloquist dummy from Saw. Jigsaw? Jigsaw. Jigsaw. And he says, on this this card it says, let's play a game. (laughs) So somebody wrote, let's play a game. There are five bottles of water in here, Ugh. three of which have been laced with laxatives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. I've switched all of the names on the bottles of water. So now you have to decide, be thirsty and miserable, or be brave and chuck it down and risk destroying your ass. <laughs> None of the DJs know who the guy is that did this. <laughs> so no good. one is copying to it. No one's and nobody is saying that they were the ones that did this. Oh my god. It's yeah, awesome. awesome. Yeah. So awesome. By the way, these guys are like grown ass men. Yeah. Like yeah. 30 years old. So um, uh yeah. So Spinari, yes, watch Saw. Okay. Yeah. I know I it's weird, a weird recommendation, but watch it. Okay. Uh Event Horizon is another one. Um, seen it. I was bored. You're bored. I, I, it was, I was for me, it was, a, it was a, like, really. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. Basically, going through a black hole and then ghosts come out. Cool. Was yeah. this George Clooney? No, it's uh, Sam Neill. Oh, Sam Neill. And Lawrence maybe, Fishburne. maybe I haven't seen. What's the George Clooney space horror one? Oh, uh, Sphere. No, Solaris. Solaris. That's yeah. okay. So I haven't seen Event Horizon. Yeah, then. Solaris is very, very boring. Okay. Yeah, I need to see Event Horizon then. I got him screwed up. Yeah. And then two classics, just to finish it off, Nosferatu. Yay. Awesome. Yeah, which we have watched. We watched it a couple of nights ago. Yep. And then Night, Night of the Living Dead, the original, yeah. which, yeah. once again, is tree, awesome. Tree rape? No, no, that's Evil Dead. Oh, that this was Evil Night Dead. This is Night of the Living okay. Dead. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jess's mind Evil Dead. Sometimes. sometimes. Evil Dead is dumb. I'm sorry. It I is. What? Yeah, I hate what? him. I like that one. 
I love it. Yeah, I <laughs> absolutely like love it. The Evil Dead. You saw the Evil Dead? Yeah, I watched it with you. No, that's you're thinking like, of Night I'm not of the Living Dead. No, 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 not the seen evil, evil Dead. No, the Evil Dead. Yeah, I don't think I know. He's, he doesn't know what he's 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 talking crazy. The boy, <laughs> he's talking crazy. <laughs> I, he I is, it. it's, no, he hasn't seen it. He's seen it. Uh, okay, so well, that's you know pretty good. Yeah, pretty so good I mean, it, there are, there is stuff to watch for free as long as you have Netflix, even Amazon or Hulu. Cool, very cool. Yeah. Okay, so um, you really, I know we've talked a lot about movies with the Star Wars and now with the Netflix and stuff, but you do have a film to review. Is that correct? I do. You do I have do. a film. Okay, yeah, one just to cover from last week was Bridge of Spies. With it's a Tom Hanks movie. Yes, Cold War looks pretty movie. cool. It is cool. Uh, okay. Steven Spielberg directed it, which is so he and Tom Hanks together is a great sure. mix, I think. Sure. It's, well, it's a Cold War movie. Basically, Tom Hanks plays this uh, lawyer, and he has to defend a, a Russian is guy. He's an insurance oh, yeah. guy. He's an He's insurance, an insurance guy. lawyer. Yeah. That's and right. he randomly gets called. Basically, it'd be like, hey, this, this Russian spy who we caught is going to lose his case, but he needs a lawyer. Yeah. So and you now work yeah. for the CIA. Yeah, Whether it's like, like do it your not. best, but he's going to lose. And he's like, he kind of has this moral crisis of like, well, everyone's going to hate me because I'm defending a very bad man. And then in the middle of that, he gets entangled into a hostage crisis, basically, and has to go to East Berlin and work things out to go save one of our guys over there and make an exchange. And so I love spy movies. At first, it's, it's a legal drama, and then it becomes this strange, like, oh. What a horrible, horrible time, just for everyone. Do you remember that uh, that movie with Ryan Phillippe and um, oh, what's his face? He's been in a billion movies. Yeah, uh, Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper. What was the name of that movie? Breach, I believe. Breach. Ah, oh, what a cool movie, based on a true story. That movie made me so stressed, I was sick to my stomach after it was over with. Yeah. If you've never seen Breach, go watch it. It's fantastic. Oh, man, it's a cool movie. Yeah, so this one, it's it's Spielberg, so it's going to be quality. It's not like, it's not the Oscar movie that I think it wanted it to be. Okay. But it's a cool, like, well, it should have come out in a month, a month from now. It would have made more of an impact. Yeah, they don't want to go up against Spectre. It, it feels like a winter movie, to be honest. Tom Hanks does a great job. It's, it's a good movie. I would say it's a B. Mm-hmm. It's nothing everyone's going to see. It's kind of like your parents will enjoy it. Okay. okay. If that's fair to say. Sure. Yeah, but it, it's good. All right. Otherwise, the new one this week, besides the Paranormal Activity movie, which is not being screened. Oh. Uh, right? Big surprise, right? Are we going to go watch it? I together? think we should. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Let's all go watch it together. You keep saying these it's things. It's going to be fun. But I then really it doesn't happen, and then everyone goes without Jess. Uh, okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You two went to see Crimson Peak. Okay. We still haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the uh, the big movie that came out that's not, you know, Paranormal Activity is Steve Jobs. Ah, ah. so our second second Steve Jobs movie in in two years. Weird, little weird. Yeah, uh, I remember the uh, the one with Ashton Kutcher. I actually saw with Ashton Kutcher at Sundance. Okay, uh, went to the premiere of it at Sundance, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Spinari has "Here's to the Crazy Ones" tattooed down his forearm. Yeah, yeah. I love Steve Jobs. Which is the Steve Jobs we kicked off Podgoblin with that speech. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that Ashton Kutcher actually reads at the end of the first job. I thought that movie was great, and people hated it. It's weird. People, people have like a bone it. to pick with Ashton Kutcher. I mean, let's be honest. I thought he, he was... He looked a lot like yeah, he Jobs, did. too. He really did. Spinari's been fascinated with Steve Jobs since watching that. Mm-hmm. And so we watched a lot of uh, footage and a lot of real interviews with the real Steve Jobs. Ashton Kutcher nailed it and should have got an Oscar, I think. Yeah. 
He's disturbingly like Steve Jobs, down to the walk, the accent, everything. So basically, I think this is Hollywood saying, hey, we've had this Aaron Sorkin script. Aaron Sorkin wrote The West Wing, Social Network. But didn't didn't Aaron Sorkin do this with uh, Steve Wozniak? No. I mean, Wozniak may have been a producer, but... He was. That was the big thing when, when, it, when Steve Wozniak came out and bitched about the Ashton Kutcher movie. Ashton Kutcher said, that's because Steve Wozniak is making his own version of this story. And that's why he's poo-pooing this. Hmm. We got it right. Don't listen to Woz. He's just mad because we beat him to the punch. Interesting. Which is a little weird because, yeah, yeah. Uh, this new guy, do, have you seen this movie? Yes, I saw it tonight. Okay. Uh, so it's Michael Fassbender playing Steve Jobs, which Michael Fassbender doesn't look like Steve Jobs. He looks no. nothing like yeah. Steve Jobs. In fact, this movie was meant to be uh, directed by David Fincher, who did Gone Girl most recently. Who's great, by who's the great. way. Who's great. And yeah. Christian Bell was meant to play Steve Jobs. And Christian Bell does look like Steve Jobs. Yeah. Okay. I saw that like two or three trailers, and it took me that long to figure out that he was actually playing Steve Jobs. No, it, it's a bit strange, and they kind of build him into the part. And the movie itself is interesting because it's not like Jobs, and Jobs is like kind of like this dictation of of Steve Jobs' entire life, right? Mm-hmm. This movie is three scenes. What? It's a two-hour movie based, on, and it's all dialogue because that's what Sorkin does. Sure, it is the events leading up to the press conference for three different press conferences and it's incredibly risky but it's meant to just be like show steve jobs as kind of the a-hole as the nutball and the genius that he is sure yeah and every scene shows that and and it's a really stressful movie i don't know if you guys have seen social network it's the same kind of pace where you're like oh i can't take this this person is so bizarre how could anyone work social network's awesome and it's similar to that. It is maybe slightly less. I think some of the punch has been taken out of Sorkin's writing. But Michael Fassbender actually does a pretty good job for not looking like him at all. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I know. Um, it, may, it may take 30 minutes to get sold, and then you'll be sold. Okay. And it it is played very different than Jobs, which is why I think the movies can stand on their own. Okay. So if you like Jobs, are you going to like this movie, generally speaking? I think so. It it is a smart movie. It didn't have like this magic in it, and I think maybe there was just no payoff for me. But if you like dialogue-driven, like smart movies, this is a good one. Hmm. So it's it's. I like those kind of movies. It's right between a B and a B plus for me. All right. Okay. Would you go see this? Probably not. This isn't your. Not really. There's no. It's not really my foyer. If there was an elf in it, you'd go. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Dragon, one hundred percent. There's yes. a dragon. Oh, okay. No. I'm in. I uh, <laughs> I I actually really liked the first Jobs movie. Um, yeah. I think that Steve Jobs. Well, I think anybody that's a visionary, anybody who stands up for themselves against everybody. Yeah. Uh, is going to be called an asshole and a tyrant and a crazy. Yeah, and I think there are times through our through our history where those people just can see it. They just know. Yes, Walt Disney, Steve Jobs, George Lucas, Abraham Lincoln, all of these people were called assholes and odd jobs and weirdos, and all of these people were, and 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 they were that way because they were so type A. They were that way. I don't... Well, yeah, because they're type A, but I, I think they're type A not because they're type A. I think they're type A because they are just so sure of what it is they're seeing. Yes. And that's what this movie does very so, well. Okay. He has no patience for people that don't see the vision. Hmm. So, yeah. I, I mm. think it's worth seeing. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go check it out. I'd I'll go to. watch it with you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you liked it. I and did that's like re- it. That's really the only one that's out. That's out right. Yeah. Okay. We'll give we'll give everyone a further update next week with uh, paranormal activity. All right. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jess, anything? No. That's about it. Yeah. That's pretty much the podcast. Everybody, go buy your ghost hunting tickets. It's going to be a fun yeah. weekend. Uh, we really hope to see you out there. In, uh, my favorite part of the ghost hunts are, are, frankly, not the scary stuff that leaves us all with skid marks in our shorts. It's getting to see all of your faces and say thanks for listening. So yeah. absolutely, that's the highlight for me. Uh, I hope to see you guys out there. Buy your tickets at podgoblin.com or goblinghosttours.com. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace.